righty. Um, I think that says it all. Just let me in. I'll get to your heart somehow. I will. And um, such a beautiful day to you all. And uh, so excited that I think I have a special helper today named Asha. Can Asha hear me? I can hear you. Ah. Ah. That used to be a word. That used to be a great word. I'm so excited to play today. And um, I'm inspired today to uh, send out a quick message uh, and reminder to everyone um, that there's a tremendous amount of people around the planet who have done their jobs um, extremely thoroughly at, uh, and paid the ultimate cost for us to speak freely today on this radio show. And I want to remind everybody that they've done their job incredibly thoroughly. And now it's our turn. Uh, we have to step up and do our jobs now, too, and that is to live um, absolutely bodaciously through our hearts. And with that, Miss Asha, what would be something we might want to play and talk about today? Thank you for that introduction. And let's mention that there may be a very rare sighting of a mermaid later on. Ah, the mermaid. I am, I am truly on a beach right now, and I can't see the mermaid. She has company today, but her rock, I think it's going to dry up and she might have joined us, yes. I look forward to it. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm really thrilled that you're here today because... Um, uh, I always need help keeping me on track uh, to um, to what what goes on in other experiences and other uh, frequencies, and I learn way more from uh, all and any feedback. And uh, of course, as we go along here today, uh, we'll have uh, extensive information at Project Review with Q and. Uh, so stay tuned there. Uh, everything's going very well, and just just be patient here. We we have a lot to, a lot to cover, but um, more importantly, uh, when we're inspired today, um, I want to uh, do anything I can to help us create a nice historian or any legacy information, any feedback I can I can get to what is some missing information in your life that, that may not, there, there's so much confusion here. There's so much misdirection, uh, arguably, uh, when we use these machines to, uh, collaborate. And so, um, with the, the great assumption that, uh, we weren't all told, um, everything in school, I would, I'll do anything to help bridge bridging that information today. And if you're inspired, Asha. So this is the being inspired with Q show or the programming show. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, it's all coming together nicely. If you, if you really look at the, if, if the, the, uh, we come across a little arrogant and flip maybe when we start looking at collective consciousness, when you can see the collective consciousness, you'll see that 
we're all ready to, we're all done with the old paradigms. And so now it's just a blank, uh, blank template slate, if you will. And we get to do whatever we want now. And, and that's, that, that is a, uh, big Roger. We get to do whatever we want now. And I'm, I'm encouraging you to live through, um, just like the song George Michael sang, uh, an unbelievable individual who paid the ultimate price, of course, um, did their best to say, let's do it. Let's have faith in ourselves. And, but, uh, Anything you have for me today, any agenda you have, Asha, I really appreciate. I would like to name this show Stories That Have Never Been Told. Oh, I love it. This is, I'm going to take an ass kicking today. I love it. Let's go. Let's begin <laughs> at the beginning. Okay, so in the true one of the beginnings, there was a most powerful and creative and beautiful, diverse, rare, exquisite water world of 100% light, your baby. Mm-hmm. That is a true story. Um, I'll, I'll let you know why Asha is on the, the call today. She is um, the seer of all truth, and she's always been that way. And her legacy is to help us bridge um, uh, tremendous truth. And yes, this is uh, this is a water world. And um, the reason I'm so passionate about water worlds is uh, there's no easier way to connect to source than being with water, around water, as water. You are water. And so... Uh, surprisingly, shouldn't, shouldn't be too far from source. If you have water on your planet, you have a lot of water on your planet. You are of, of water. Uh, we may argue that today on planet earth, but yeah, this is a honeycomb planet. So the way these planets are created, um, are almost identical to a coral reef. So when you see, if you go to the Great Barrier Reef, or you'll you'll see how they they keep expanding and expanding and expanding. Well, your whole planet is like that. Um, you don't, based on our modern education systems, you don't. You actually don't know the scale of your planet. And I'm keeping that close to the vest because I'm I have great great uh, desires to see some folks. Uh, Go ahead and cough that up for all of us. And uh, there's a bigger story to this is why I'm dragging my feet. Uh, but collectively, I'd like us all to come to the conclusion that we don't know the scale of our planet because we haven't been to either the north or the south pole. Uh, you, you, uh, your pilots don't fly there and so forth. But I'll just leave it for there for now. But... Yes, this, this planet uh, has always been a water planet, yet there has been intrusions to this planet <clears throat> because of manipulation of other planets and so forth. So uh, very long story on that side of the fence. But yes, this is, a, this is an unbelievable living library, as I think you've heard me say, and it can sustain uh, almost every type of life in the universe. So, uh, that's a good start. Direct me as you wish. 
Now you've called it a template for other planets, but it was first. Say again. You call it a template for other planets. Was that the first planet in this galaxy? Mm, Define galaxy. Where we find our Earth now. So, this uh, most so so some of the information you're getting from your from your observatories will be kind. <laughs> your mis the misinformation about your galaxy. If we will start with the Milky Way, or what you're told is called the Milky Way. That is not what the rest of the Milky Way calls it, but. Um, you'll see that you start from the inside and work yourself out and expand. So some of that imagery you've gotten is correct, but you're not seeing the, total, the totality of the depth of your, your galaxy. So you may think you're on a pinwheel. Well, I see you as a ball and you're on the outside of the ball. Uh, so it's great depth to your galaxy. It's very, very, very uh, quick galaxy. So it's expanded very quickly. As you, some of your images are proving that. And so, uh, no, this is not the first planet in your galaxy. Yet, it's still a template for other planets. Would you like to explain that? Yeah. So, modeling a planet, if we will, in the English language, uh, very difficult to do. Uh, because of the, the the channeling of information that we've been we've, we've been ch- channeled into our, uh, our our literacy doesn't do my words we need more words to expand on but I'll do my best and again everyone listening just take what you want from me and, and get rid of what you don't but the reason you have templates, uh, there is a reason for templates is to share all that is all that will ever be all this this is a du- this universe has duality and so that means every single thing is possible well this planet is a great example of it you've you've walked with dinosaurs um, you've been a dinosaur you've walked as an ape you've been a killer whale you've flown like an eagle um, I'm doing my best to remind you that these past lives are that many of many of you talk about are are not accurate. You are able to be everything and anything on this planet. Does does that make sense? Yeah. And that's what we mean by a template. Is um, if you go into some of the great great deserts uh, on our planet. Um, there's there's these oases of palms. Uh, those are legacy kings and queens of your universe, and they're they they're giving back to humanity, if you will, and or the Earth's reproduction process. And they take great honor, great care to be a tree. Uh, it may be the most honorable thing you can do in the, in the. Uh, uh, orientation of a planet is to sustain life uh, whether you're want to be of water or of air uh, it doesn't matter it's unbelievably honorable thank you that was an incredible question thank you thank you
And trees are antennas pulling in source to feed us, and also they are a communication system to all life. I'd love it for you to share more about the magnificent trees. Yeah, trees. Um, so uh, the 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 fauna system is very vast, and as you, I'm sure you're aware of the um, the as you can hear the birds in uh, the area I'm in. They rely on the trees, and uh, without a doubt, all every every biospheric being on this planet relies on trees. And one of the one of the primary focuses is to be a, is to be an aquatic communication system. So the roots of a tree are actually attaching to the electromagnetic etheric field of the living being uh, your planet. And they use water to communicate through their root system. So not only are they grounding, but they're also a distribution of energy. So if you were sick, if you had a major illness, uh, the best thing you can do is, is talk to a tree. I guarantee you it can hear you. Um, and that tree will heal you and you put your back to the tree uh you ask it for help must be verbal and it will help you but what you're actually doing is you're going into the aquatic telecommunication system and all the trees are going to funnel their energy to the tree you're at and so if you look at that vision you'll see that the network that they they express and they appreciate exists with absolutely every living being. Uh, and so they're, they're obviously a great tool for us. And, and uh, they're probably the greatest creation on this planet. Consistently, geographically, there's trees everywhere. I hope that was, that was that's a fun question. I hope that helps. That's wonderful. And I can confirm that personally at a very, very difficult time in my life when I felt desperately terrified and afraid and sad, I ran outside into the woods when I heard some news and just ran and ran to a tree. It was an arbutus tree. And I wrapped my arms around it and just sort of slid down. And I somehow fell asleep. <laughs> and when I woke up, I had absolute peace, no troubles whatsoever. I couldn't figure out why I was ever upset. So they can recalibrate you to your true spirit. And they do it so lovingly. And every time I pass that tree, I feel so much love, which was always there. But of course, until we interact, we don't realize how much is always being given to us. Yeah, that is that is true. Um, when we look at um, the animals play with trees, they it it appears they're taking it for granted, but that's that's not the case at all. Just just watching a crow um, be in the catbird seat looking for prey, they, they they treat the trees as if they're family, for sure. Yeah. So it's it's it is of course why there's great great desire to cut them all down. Um, uh, it one of one of my biggest surprises um, being an individuality is 
that we murder the most incredibly precious beings to us. And then we live in their torture as homes. Um, most civilizations with this much uh, capability um, would realize that you use uh, the Earth's um, natural uh, footprint and or sand, gravel, stone as your grounding system for self-leveling. So once you, all the ancient builders, even in your culture now, you see a lot of masons that they realize that um, if you use masonry, uh, legacy masonry engineering techniques to make your residential homes, they actually self-level because they're working with the electro-etheric field you already have here. And so they're going to kneel into the form of a brick, but they're going to self-right themselves with the orbit of, uh, excuse me, the magnetic and, and orbitable energies of your planet. So that's why your pyramids on your planet, uh, even though they have a massive sub uh, base that you can't see, uh, they're eight-sided and they do wobble in concurrence with the planet's growth. Uh, notice they're all still level. Uh, if you put a level on Chichen Itza, I guarantee you it's going to still be plumb um, and so forth. So I would encourage, it's one of my great desires in Project UQ is let's get a standardized uh, tilt, uh, I'd say lean-to system or a tilt-up system uh, to get back to masonry building. And, and by the way, why do we need seven homes? <laughs> Everybody wants to make money off homes. I think that's funny. Anyway, I uh, didn't mean to make light of anyone's choices, but that's uh, that's 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 one of my uh, questions for humanity: is why we we go destroy living beings and then we go live in them. And I'm guilty as charged. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. It, Ron Amatron uh, so graciously shared that. If we see a tree being cut down, we can talk to the tree spirit and suggest that it finds a new tree to share its spirit with so that it doesn't suffer the being massacred. And uh, at any point, even if we see them already cut down, we might be able to do that. Yeah, that is true. Um so it would be very rare that I would disagree with Ron on any topic, but um, I may have different words. Uh, the way in which um, you can prepare a tree is, first of all, ask permission. Um, we need to use this for sustenance, whatever it is, and give it give it time to communicate. Okay, I understand. Uh, that's one of my roles here. I I, they know why they're here. They're very, very aware. Um, they know why we use them. They know everything about, they know much about the universe. And so if you can give them some time, per se, to prepare, uh, they'll use their their networking system to do exactly that. So obviously they can talk underground to each another and, and, the, and the earth as well. And they usually have plenty of time to go ahead and populate another sprout, another sprig, another pine cone. No problem. Awesome question. Thank you. But there were no trees in the very beginning when this was a 100% water world of light. That's correct. 
Let's talk about that world. And who? Who uh, will be difficult to put title and name to, uh, mainly because of the age and the relationship that we have with our history is 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 very very uh, well hidden from us as a standardization. But as we get our knowledge back, you'll remember that uh, the cedars of this galaxy and the universe are the ones who did it. So I'll call. So um, there are a couple books that do touch on that. I'll be careful not to endorse them, but um, most of the information you have about cedars. Is, is pretty accurate, be, but they didn't have identity. And they were uh, benevolent beyond belief. Endless, endless cedars. Uh, even to this day, they still do. What makes them ring? What makes them what? I'm sorry? What makes them ring? Did you say ring? Ring. When they become quite aged, what makes them ring? <laughs> yes, yeah, so most of the cedars um, live at a, they, they work like almost like a bee. And so they have a continuous. So many people say, I can hear the trumpets of the angels. Um, that's, that's for the most part, that's the cedars. They're always doing their work. So let's say this planet ran out of oxygen. The cedars would 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 support it if they felt they could be of help. Um, there's really no thought for them. There's no contemplation. There's where there's a need. There's there they'll be there. So that's pretty continuous. And uh, they've helped out in the last two thousand years. They've they've come and gone many times, um, especially when the Earth uh, lost its spirit. Here. Great question. Thank you. And the Earth has had multiple spirits. Would you like to share about that? Yeah. So the the recent one is a real toughie. So very proud of that in, in independence. Um, it, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll give the short, uh, real short history of this planet, um, so we can relate it to our timelines. That we're about two thousand. Right around 2012, arguably 2011, the spirit of this planet was tuckered out. Um, After 2,500 nuclear bombs being set off underground, you get a little tired. And um, that's probably not the most accurate number either. So, you know, a spirit actress like you, I just don't want to do this anymore. Everyone's doing their best to destroy me. Um, for the most part, the, um, the scalar was the most, the, the, the harp and the scalar was the most detrimental to the spirit. So that vibration. So, uh, if you'll notice whales, they sing to their planet all the time. Well, they lost that relationship with all the har- uh, electromagnetic frequencies that are being uh, constructed here. So, you received another spirit because of your desire, because you are, so you sustain this planet's life in between the spirit of this planet leaving. So you'll notice that somewhere right in there in the nineties, two thousands, you'll notice that the, the vibe, the, the, the vibe of, of your 
nature world was struggling because your spirit was struggling. And of course it eventually left. And so that gap of time between the new spirit coming in, I'm not going to give you the exact date because it's a little, it's a little, it moves a little bit, but those, that time in which the new spirit, the one we have now in the earth, um, we are the one who sustained, sustained earth's uh, balance. And that was roughly, uh, I'll, I'll give you a number of about six years. So, so that's how powerful we are in understanding that we're on a planet. We enjoy our planet. We know it exists. We created this, the stability of, of our planet just by knowing we're walking on it, being of it, expressing ourselves as, as with it. And that gave it, gave us time. All of us gave it time for reestablishing another spirit to come in here, uh, with, uh, maybe a little stronger agenda. Uh, so I hope that helps. Great question. Thank you. And great gratitude to that spirit. That's a big job. Mm-hmm. The previous spirit that was a little beat up. So that one was rehabilitated, let's say, and went on to establish a higher dimensional, a higher frequency is a better term for us to choose possibly if we wish uh, after the ascension. Yeah. And so what was unique about, um, and, and this spirit does have a name and I don't use, um, complete spirit names. I, I could tell you the name of the spirit, um, but we do it out of respect and appreciation that not everyone understands how to use a spirit name. That's your uh, legacy name as you come into the universe that you, you may keep or you may dismiss, whatever. But this spirit, uh, that we would appreciate in our, in our lifetimes, in these bodies, in this individual body, uh, it's one of the few that I've seen that did take, um, a rehabilitation, uh, process for recalibrating, reconfiguring. So not, even even as tough as uh, life might be for you in any given life, usually don't need to go and be, let's say, in a recoup process uh, with your kin. But this one did. And so that's pretty normal that you would just transition to your next experience expression almost instantly. In this case, this spirit was... Um, what would we say bludgeon so much that uh, it, it needed a little help. So, yep, you're very, that's interesting that you're, you have that knowledge. Thank you. Thank you. And also, would you like to share why it shows the eighth? What, what was that? I'm sorry. Would you like to share why it has chosen a frequency so high? Continuous. Um, Continuous uh, revolutions of the eighth are are stupendous. So, um, if you look at infinity symbols, that's why it shows up to be infinite. And in that infinity, is there no duality? There is. There is not per se, unless you decide you'd like it. So. You can dismiss duality or you can accept it. Um, synchronicity is the, is, is what rules at those frequencies and above. 
So it's very rare that you don't, very rare you would have something out of synchronicity. And if you did, you would, you would absolutely celebrate it uh, because you got to examine yourself, um, maybe trip or maybe blink. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite, it's quite uh, different than living here, much different. So is it fair to say that that spirit had had a full share of experiences with the dark? And perhaps we could say this is more of a vacation. Yeah. Um, that Earth has always been, uh, forgive me if this is redundant to a lot of listeners, Earth has always been considered an unbelievable um, vacation spot, Club Med, because it is an example of higher frequency planets going to lower frequency and sustaining um, unbelievable vastness of universal creativity. And so uh, the, the way in which we would look at this planet might be, I get to be whatever I want. And then Someone said, someone snuck up and said, I kind of like that idea. I think I'll make, I think I'll make this my club med. And so that's, you're seeing the end of the end of the club med days here. And <laughs> sorry to make fun of a corporation. I'm sure it's very nice, but uh, yeah, keep me on track. Fumbled, fumbled your question a little bit there. Perfect. So let's go back to the original 100% light water world. When we uh-huh. are told about the mythical, so-called mythical, Greek gods and goddesses, uh-huh. were they uh-huh. of that time? A uh, little later, but same model. Yep. So if you if you did look at the ancient, uh, what you're calling gods, um, that's a pretty good template for what life was like uh, for a million years prior. So you... Um, there are many plants that resemble uh, that now. Um, you, you see leftovers of that life in uh, maybe Northern Africa, uh, the legacy Middle East, what you're calling the Middle East. Yeah, that, that would have been the norm for uh, a mammal and, and making its transition. You, your capabilities were through the roof. So to to have a uh, let's say let's give a number here uh, ten 10th dimensional being living on a third dimensional planet for just easy metrics is what this planet was capable of and what you're capable of and without duality so um, that's what's very possible today it's it's just an eleventh dimensional being. Uh, really wouldn't have a lot of fun here when we look at the type of mammal and mind-controlled human. It's not going to be real pleasant for them, so they most likely wouldn't choose to be. So, yeah, that, that is accurate. Thank you for that question. Thank you. And on that frequency and that experience, mm-hmm. you came to play. So, um, 
for the most part, water plants always will favor aquatic animals. So uh, you're aware of the ancient stories of Poseidon, Neptune, whatever words you like there. Uh, and of course, Zeus and any of the popular gods, you'll see that there was a transition time that originally started as aquatic creatures. So obviously there was less landmass here. And uh, as, as it grew, remember the scale in which you're appreciating the planet now is, is different than it was millions of years ago. So as uh, you grew from the water, you started adapting. That would have been at least the very first versions of mammals here. Um, you grew out of your template. Um, your spirit has the ability to do that. You grew out of your template as, as an aquatic animal, whether it was a, a frog, a, a whale, uh, 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 amoeba. There's a, you can just go on and on. The, the leftovers of, of creation are here still, as you can see. And so you evolved in a in a blueprint not genetically you didn't involve you did not even didn't necessarily make the transition because you're genetics they they were a helper but organically your blueprint of your what you're calling the merkaba merkaba whatever you like there uh that that's what stimulated the transition of what the desire would be to now be on land versus water so thank you for that question also the template of our planet is encouraging us all to move from the lower frequencies to the highest is that correct that's correct so um so even today you're now the the, i'll be careful um here to not standardize but just for the ease of conversation this version of humans is a lower frequency uh being on a higher frequency planet. So this is inverted to what I was just saying. A higher dimensional uh, individual can come to a lower frequency planet and, and sustain life and have, and have a great experience in this density. And this density is, is, is quite interesting and coveted to be in, in, a dense, in a dense environment as a higher frequency being. You have a lot of capabilities. It's very fun. Um, well, we're the opposite here. So our, our planet, we're barely keeping up with in its relationship with what you're calling the ascension process and or the calibration and reconfiguration of our, of our galaxy. So, yes, you have that correct. Thank you. Your experience. Go ahead. I think we're ready. We should probably tell a joke now, shouldn't we? I, that's a great idea. Okay. Um, ask me a question I don't know the answer to. Never mind. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Okay. So, okay. How about <laughs> um, the, the one thing I want to remind everybody on today's call is uh, the knowledge of the universe is coming into you right now and everyone's going to get their, their crud back. I, 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 I greatly encourage you to keep working with yourself uh, I assure you changes are right under your nose if you haven't experienced them already because you're right in the thick of the ascension cycle. And 
And I guarantee you, your life can be anything you want it now. I guarantee you. Okay, that was enough fun and games. It's a serious show, so. Absolutely. Very serious show. And part of this communication is to help people remember what we're talking about. They were here too. That's right. Um, the that I was really excited to get um, get get the laser accuracy questions from you today because I I know there's no hiding truth from you and you're you're excellent at sniffing out truth. Um, what uh, what I w- would encourage us all to get used to is there if there's no such thing as time and you've had past lives then how do you know when you had them? Could you have had them in the future? Or are they always in the past? Um, so you are capable of being in more than one body in what you're referencing for time. So time was created exclusively for controlling your development, your understanding, your awareness. That's all time is for you. And uh, you'll notice on the ancient hieroglyphs, around your planet, there's no numbers. All, all numbers are alien. And I'm sorry to use that word abruptly because uh, there are some benevolent aliens. But it, until we get rid of um, measuring timelines based on a, a clock that pretends to mirror you going around the sun, it's complete garbage. There's nothing true about it whatsoever. And so my great encouragement is for everyone to recognize that you've been many, 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 many things whenever you wanted. And and to take that back, take that knowledge back. It's uh, very exciting when you do. Uh, yes, it's a little shocking to realize you've been duped. But I assure you, once you get off timelines and you create your own proactive time, lines uh you will lose all sense of time it's 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 shocking i could even make this call today but i i have to keep up with with you as well and be of some service to you if i if i can we will see we will see we have seen you're doing a great job so uh, might have to sharpen the lawnmower blade once in a while but staying with it i'm fresh fresh off the bench and I'm loving every minute of it. Loving every minute of it. The, we're just going so fast. It's so exciting. Very exciting. More exciting every day. Yeah. Now to understand or comprehend a little bit better how they created time, would it be fair to say that we used to live in sort of a symphony of all frequencies that we could play in, and somehow the controllers or the beings that decided to manipulate this separated them into different keys a b c d so they're all in diff- they're separate so now they can put us on these separate frequencies and call it time or can you correct that yeah that's uh, that's a great observation um so w- one of the reasons i don't respond to emails and text messages is so that you can hear me speak and even these devices uh have been created to not um express and or reproduce the actual harmonics so uh if you remember the the legacy stereo systems you bought 
they were about five feet tall by six, 10 feet. Don is cringing in a sea. He's like, yeah, I used to have one of those. I still do. They have the best sound, got tubes in them. They actually sound like when you put in, you get out. Um, what there was a great goal to not. So one of the reasons all of the music, all the famous musicians are, are perished is because their, their light was coming through them and all the, the those harmonics uh, we're recalibrating all of us. So the Jimi Hendrix is the world and uh, Kurt Cobain's the world. Well, they had a little more juice in them. And that, of course, was uh, enhancing our frequency as a collective when it was transmitted out these more authentic radio stations. And so that is how we do it for one another. Uh, that's how our planet does it. The, the harmonics we have, we're just, we're just light and sound concurrently uh collectively at the same time so that is how you you see people playing with tuning forks and uh, resonance bowls and so forth yeah that's that's what we're doing we're recalibrating to to source that's it's a very advanced question and we could speak about it all day for sure thank you and that is why when people close their eyes and listen to your harmonics they can move back outside of time and into perfect peace in the now. Yeah. So it's, I really want everyone to get used to this is, this is really normal for us, um, especially at the end of the Ascension cycles to have uh, a little helper come in through the recalibration and reconfiguration process. And so um, because I'm in a physical body with you. I'm not here sustaining life in individuality like you. And you all who are not doing what I'm doing are actually more powerful than me in individuality. And so what we're bringing to you from source is just harmonics. And so uh, many, many times I sit with people and they get completely different information than the words I spoke to them. And today is one of those, those times you're absorbing tremendous amount of knowledge just by me speaking right now that has nothing to do with what I'm saying this, this is how we do it. So the more we can collaborate and that's why project review is so important is the more of us, we get in a room chit chatting, the more we get our memories back is the term I'm using for now. We get all our knowledge back because we're interacting with higher frequency. Your neighbor may be at a three and you may be at a 10. They're going to get, they're going to get what they're going to get. They're going to get a different frequency. You're going to get a different frequency. That's how we all grow collectively. And now we're past the point of no return and we have for quite a while. It's quite exciting to see this version of human. You can't stop source from growing out of any, any kind of hindrance. So that's my great encouragement. Thank you for that question. Thank you. And the actual healing technology is based on frequencies and light that bring our spirit back into our body. And it's our spirit that actually does the healing. Is that correct? Yeah. So, um, all you, so the, if we would get comfortable with using the resonant frequency from our, our abdomen. So as I speak to you, I am, taking 
source light and then translating it out the head and the mouth. And so we've been trained to, to, to think and then try and find a heart. If we get used to doing it the other way, that's where you're getting all your natural um, capabilities uh, from source. So using your heart, it's not that you need to micromanage every word you speak. It just makes sure it comes from your heart. And then that's how the, that, that, that umbilical cord to, to source works. And so um, we're able to touch each other with that. And get me back on track again. There is a question, sub-question I feel you have. No, you were heading in the right direction. Keep going. The, the way in which we um, recalibrate I'll say, for lack of a better term, is so natural, we don't have to think about it. We don't have to make a decision about it. We just have to sustain the process. And that's what grows us into whatever we want and or more of our knowledge. Um, But I think that's about all I have to say about that, unless you direct me otherwise. Thank you. I'd love to give the people an experience more of what you're sharing. So it's not just a mental thought process. You did a very good job of explaining it. But for example, if you're with someone who you love and you feel safe and you feel that mm-hmm. feeling of what that brings you into, it's very different than when you're with someone you don't know who you don't feel safe. So there's maybe one example of being in the heart and that experience and one example of being in the head because it's you're tense. And when we're tense, the spirit, has a hard time getting in. Ah, uh, so that's uh, that's beautifully put. So, so feeling safe would be uh, is a very unusual term for for source God. You that's very very new uh, feeling for you um, because you've never not been safe because you're all that is and all that will ever be. So. Any fear, any doubt, any ne- neglect, uh, any unsuredness, any agitations like that, those emotions, these are very emotional bodies. Don't get me wrong. And you're on an emotional planet. Um, I, don't, I don't want to discredit how, how interesting these emotional bodies are. But if they have any doubt, fear, guilt, uh, lust, greed, that's not you. You, you only have the unbelievable expression of excitement and joy and direction. And um, that, that is a, a, a very nice um, stair step for us to realize that our past relationships that we may be still um, participating in, they are going to have a different relationship with you now than when you started them because you are from your heart and you really don't like judgments and or controls or absolutes. Um, this is the way it is. And that's the way it is. Um, I, uh, I have seen 
recently uh, many people who are mind controlled by their partners uh, just because they live in a world of absolutes when spirit doesn't even understand that. Uh, your spirit is, would never even have an understanding of a lack of anything. It's, it is unlimited in what your creative force does if you sustain it. I hope that helps. Thank you. And let's add that even some of the most awake, aware, high-frequency beings are in that category. Yes. I, um, one of uh, many people ask, why don't you just go and fix all this stuff? And I go, well, you know, being as uh, being an individual just like everybody else is the most powerful thing I could do here, and that is to understand what it's like uh, not to have money, uh, not to 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 have to survive in a very uh, very dense intrinsic life. Uh, to 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 go through uh, the experiences everyone else is going through. Um, and my return on investment, not being associated with any, any other agency on purpose is I get to, I could do whatever I want and I get to tell my story and, and do it the best I can with, uh, and being autonomous and to be of service to everyone. And that goes for everyone. We don't have any, we don't have any rules here in the rule house. And I encourage everybody to, to live that way from now on. I hope that helps. It helps a lot. Thank you. We do come here from my experience with an excitement about experiencing emotions and thoughts. It can be on some level a little bit fun to have the roller coaster high and low and high and low. You fall in love, you fall out of love, that type of thing. And at some point, especially right now, a lot of people are consciously making the choice of perhaps removing themselves from that roller coaster and observing and realizing how much that drains them. And yet they're still capable of it, but it's an even higher experience or maybe higher isn't the best word, but more enjoyable. Once you've already had, it's like you already ate the cake, you know what that's like. And now let's watch everyone else celebrate the cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we might start seeing a bit of that. Um, it, it, it is quite fun to start realizing that everything is possible. And uh, it, yeah, I'm just really excited as we start working with our consciousness you're going to get all your memories back. I guarantee you. And, and it is, it's a little tricky. Um, I'm glad I, in that regards, even though what I went through, I wouldn't endorse as a positive. Uh, but if I couldn't see the other side of the veil and how asleep we are designed uh, as a generalization is just to do our best to standardize words here is, well, the the few that didn't have hindrances, they did a pretty good job of controlling humanity through the metrics of, of our intrinsic modern societies. Well, that's really just the tip of the iceberg. Wait till you see 
all the knowledge you're going to get from the conscious gateways that are on your planet now. You're, uh, they're right underneath your nose. They've been here for, for a very, very long time. Um, and now you get to use them. And it, it's going to be quite, quite an event. Uh, and I, I will uh, also wa- watch what comes out this next couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be quite a ride. And we're, we're here for each other and never forget it. We, we live in our passion regardless of what we see coming off these machines. We live in our passion, and that is the solution for everything. And I would add, for people to trust this time, that what's coming out is going to make a difference. We, we've gone beyond the point of being controlled. Yeah, I don't know how many more times you can invent a sports car and still have it do the same thing, but <laughs> I think it's all over. Uh, uh, with uh, our awareness of these mechanical devices are obviously very limited to com- compared to what we're capable of uh, of experiencing, expressing, and and making life easier for us, for sure. Yes, you got that right. Thank you. I have a dear friend, Shyla, and she told me a story one time of she grew up with some of the elite. And one day, one of these boys had a very, let's say, very hard emotional day. And when he went home, I believe she went home with him and his family said, you have to stop with this emotion. We, we're going to go celebrate. We're going to praise you. We're going to get you into a much higher frequency. It was disallowed in those families to mm-hmm. emotion because they needed to stay powerful. Yeah. We all have that choice now, especially now that we've had the cake. You know, we've we know what it's like to have emotions. That was fun. It's an experience, but we can actually choose to say, okay, if my partner cheated on me and stole all my money, I can go down that path of what that would feel like. But I can also just celebrate what's next. Yeah. Um it I I'll remind everybody that you're on a planet uh, and uh, participating in a society. Um, but, uh, there are billions of other societies and hum- humans all over in every imaginable race you can, you can, you can imagine because that's your power. If you imagine it exists, uh, the universe is full, full of endless, endless life, endless life everywhere, every possible choice. And then some is everywhere in this universe. It's very, very exciting and it's very vast. And so uh, I would encourage us all to, to remind ourselves that um, that utility bill that comes in the mail and you go give those guys a call and say, hey, I'm going to use the electromagnetic etheric field of our planet from now on, and I'm going to power my my whole community and put you guys out of business. So I'm not endorsing making trouble, but what, why not once in a while? Why not? And yet we've been told that we are the only intelligent life in the universe. Yeah, I like going to the science places with kids and the and then the kids know more than the science teacher. I love it. And 
um, it would be, uh, it would be nice if we, uh, I always ask people, what would be the best way to do the true relationship of, uh, we have with the universe what would be the best way to to uh, hand off that information so disclosure if you like and and of course most of the governments uh, which are call in which you're calling in your space and time and day they do there's there's several that want to make that transition for you but they don't know really how to start without being without playing God or brainwashing you because the story is going to be so different than what we're told. I, I keep working with people. What's the best way to get this, your relationship with the rest of the universe understood quickly. And I, I feel um, the great translators of the ancient um, Emerald tablets, Sumerian, um, a lot of ones got a chance at some level. Um, all your ancient hieroglyphs do a pretty good job of explaining your relationship in the universe. And, uh, and so I, I encourage all world leaders, so to speak. Um, you got an opportunity to make a really nice historical transfer to your communities. And I would suggest we all start there and, uh, I guarantee you that all the Egyptian uh, writings, symbolism, they're all 100% translatable, and they are already have been translated. Uh, certainly, Iraq did a pretty good job of keeping their museums intact until George Bush decided to steamroll them. But um, yeah, I, th- I I feel we should start there, and 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 make that a primary focus for our children to know where they are in the universe and their relationship with the universe. Forgive me for being so long-winded. The more long-winded you are, the better. Thank you. So how would you introduce that if you were the leader of a country? How would you begin to share it with the people? Well, uh, I've, I've been pretty outspoken that, um, as soon as a child's able to recognize themselves, um, uh, I say we would start with mimicking ourselves and that relationship would be that, that example would be um, play with water and do, do just tremendous amount of education on how water works, Uh, vibrate it with music, vibrate it with, um, thought, um, teach, teach children initially that they are never ending flow of, of source energy, uh, from your excitement and your passion. Um, communication is obviously tricky with this type of language system and almost all language is here are designed to compartmentalize us, of course, but, uh, we have a great, great, opportunity i would say starting with how we relate to nature since we are a water planet and we have the same percentage of water in us that's on our planet um we would start educating uh 
literally doing all the, the examples of how water makes life. Um, you put a dried up pine cone in a glass of water, uh, two days later, it's starting to sprout a tree, things of that nature. I would, I would uh, like us to comprehensively understand water as our first learning experience would be my suggestion. And how do we breathe in the womb, surrounded by water? How are we breathing? Yeah, so this version, so I'll be careful not to stereotype this version, but we, we, we were put, this type of human was compartmentalized um, with, with uh, several different genetics blended together. Uh, a lot of people will favor the reptilian mammalian, but I see the, the cookie jar is a little more um, reached into than standardizing uh, one one type of mammal and one type of reptilian because they all have different variables in them. Uh, so for the most part, most of us have gills uh, until we reach a certain age. And of course, that allows us to breathe water and air simultaneously. Um and filter out uh, byproducts and so forth. And as we grow, favor the mammal inside, uh, the geneticists that created this type of human, they, they favored um, removing that, we'll say. And, and that's why your glands on the side of your neck, they're very sensitive, but those were your gills. And if you were, if you, if you actually look at, uh, the front cover of Nevermind of Kurt, uh, excuse me, Nirvana's album. He was proving that that the baby on the cover is isn't a newborn, <laughs> and it's underwater, very happy. So if we were born in water, um, I, you probably heard uh, Mr. Wor- uh, Zorea talk about the the opportunity for us to be a. a, a uh, breathing water the day we're born was really based on your doctors uh, having you born in air. So you you would be most most mammal mammalins this to stereotype and standardize a statement here. Um, most of us would favor a seal right now, not too far off. Um. They can. They don't breathe underwater exclusively, obviously. But notice they can spend a tremendous amount of time underwater. Uh, most of us can do that now if we practice at it. So yeah, we we had gills, and the doctors are doing their best to kill you with um, uh, sound waves. <laughs> Taking pictures of babies in wombs is not healthy for a baby. Everyone, uh, I think we already know that. Um, but. If you were to actually get accurate pictures, you would see that, for the most part, you're using gills when you are in uh, gestation there. So thank you for that question. Wonderful answer. Thank you. And on the topic of the water, there seems to be something going on in our oceans. The orcas are now attacking ships. Would you like to comment on that? Yeah, I want to be careful that um, some of it is embellished. So I want to be real careful of that, but um, 
when you look at shipping, um, they're allowed to throw anything overboard 200 miles out of sea. Um, so I'll leave it at that. Um, the, is, the whales are uh, far more intelligent than humans are in their understanding of the universe. Um, and when their environment is being soured, uh, they, they will do something and, but they'll do it a lot more comprehensive than just attack ship. They, they'll use the entire ocean to support them. So don't be surprised when you see ships, um, losing the cutlass bearing. Uh, that's the shaft that comes out the back of the boat. Uh, because, um, the little, the little guys will eat it, eat it away. Um, there's, there's a universal language system in the ocean and they can all communicate. Um, they love creating electrolysis on boats that are, that are spewing poison into the ocean. No, not a problem. Uh, so, uh, I will be careful that there, there is always going to be an opportunity to create drama where, um, it, it may need to be. So, um, let's be careful with what we see on these machines, but yeah, the, the ocean will defend itself. The earth will defend itself. Thank you. Very good point. Thank you. Because a lot of this is propaganda to reach some end with their own agenda with the ocean and the beautiful animals there. Also, I have a dear friend who has a, a little boy who's quite awake, very in touch with everything. And, he used to love to swim in the ocean, and recently he's been having panic attacks. Is he possibly sensing the rebellion? Yeah, so most, uh, if they're on the West Coast, that would be accurate, and of America. Um, the Gulf, uh, I would assume the Gulf of uh, Mexico, uh, maybe not so much Sea of Cortez, uh, the East Coast, of course, a lot of attention on on all those ports. So that would be an accurate statement for me. Thank you. To feel the, let's say, celebration of our water world, we could call it the Mer people world, mm -hmm. to remind people of that might be really fun. And you've had such incredible experiences with that would you like to share your favorite experience in the <laughs> i knew i was gonna get uh you have a lot of material don't you <laughs> <laughs> you came prepared yeah these are really fun topics for me and and i i, I really desire that this will be you know standard conversation for us and uh so all the uh almost everything uh, you're seeing in your media is mimicking uh, my conversations to distract and so forth. You know, even a movie like uh, Born Identity, they're 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 covering their tracks for all the super soldiers that were made and trying to get you to believe that that's what they were for, how they did it. But uh, the uh, mind control is is very prevalent here still, and anyone telling you there's no such thing as MK Ultra. Well, just look at your iPhone. That's that's what all those programs were for. Is how do we control the entire civilization here? And the reason I'm 
making light of that is they did that in your cartoons with your kids and they called it, uh, Disney called it the little mermaid. Um, you know, I, I don't remember us ever using the word non-binary underwater, but anyway, that's another topic. <laughs> um, I like, I like it when we go to the doctor now and he said, are male, female or something else? <laughs> uh, Really like us playing our roles. Really like us playing our roles uh, in authenticity. The uh, reason I made light of that is, uh, God, that's funny every time. The, the experiences we've all had underwater were much like the civilizations we have here, but far, you, you had far more capability, um, far more knowledge, um, your relationship with your environment is completely different. So feeling everything around you, every, everyone's emotions, the synchronicity of schools of fish and their singing, the water singing, you absorbing the harmonics of your planet through water as water of water as a being uh as a mer person are endlessly more endlessly endlessly more fulfilling um to be able to see a million miles and talk to someone a million miles away per se to know what's going on on a reef on the other side of your planet and be able to be there in, in mo- moments. And then the peacefulness and the tranquility that you have underwater would be my favorite experience. There is, there is not one concern other than um, what would be your next unbelievable experience. It's absolutely uh, never going to be explained in the English language, the vastness of uh, being able to feel everything and anything around you while being autonomous and or individual and be able to shut it down and sustain it. You do whatever you want um, to live, to live as long as you want it, depending on what type of mer person you were is um, absolutely fulfilling as you can tell. But please, if you want to ask more questions about it, I would say my favorite experience will always be the way the the way that how comprehensive we could feel each other that would be my favorite experience of being a, a mer person oh, me too thank you and i would like to invite everyone to feel right now what just happened when you listened to q share that that was quite an experience and the more mm. you let that harmony and the more you will remember. Thank you. That is, uh, that is well put. Um, yes, you were all at a minimum mer people. And, uh, uh, I can tell you that there is a great interest to remove from the mer people that are here now to remove um, all marine military installations. So 
Um, their, their weapons are quite interesting. They can, um, to defend themselves, they can destroy a battleship with help from others without hurting a single person. Um, if you ever saw a movie called Men in Black, there was one scene where uh, one of the characters dropped a, a super bouncy ball and it bounced around a million, million times till it destroyed everything and somebody captured it. Uh, they have tools like that. They have um, very ancient weapons. Um, they can use harmonic frequencies to shut down almost any mechanical device. Um, so they're, they're a tremendous force in this world, and that's why I didn't want to put too much weight to the, the whales because the whales will interact with all the mer people and all the animals of the ocean if they want to fight back and or defend themselves. hope that helps. Thank you. And yet, the light gives such leeway. It's very rare that they would attack or even stop that. Can you speak about how they let it go on? Do, the duality is, is appreciated um, and understood far more comprehensively than, uh, that's such a word, uh, jumbled up there. Let's say they just have so much awareness and this innate respect and appreciation for uh, everything's creativity. So if your creative force is, uh, is, is destroying life, that, that's still a creative force of some kind. Now, does it affect your environment? Well, that's different, isn't it? Um, it they understand that the universe that you're making right now, looking out your eyes, is independent to that individual. And so they, they understand the dimension that they have dimensional awareness that they can be at a higher frequency because they are mer people in this case or a whale. And they don't, you don't exist to them because they're, it's just like the little people. Um, you may be able to see one once in a while. You may be able to see a Bigfoot once in a while, but they don't live in your dimension. They don't live in your frequency band. So that's what's greatly appreciated. They may participate with you at times in the frequency band because you came to a higher frequency maybe and you went out fishing one day and you saw a whale. That would be an example. So that's why there's so much uh, continuity between dimensions is because they understand that there is a delineation between frequency bands based on your choices each day. And that's still respected and appreciated innately. Does that help? It does. Let's look at... Whales and dolphins beaching themselves because the frequencies uh-huh. being targeting them, and uh-huh. still they don't react. They may give an ultimatum or source might. There's never really uh, a harsh retaliation anywhere in source in the higher frequencies, and the lower we get, the more harsh our retaliation. It's quite interesting. Okay, so um, th- in that example, there is. Um, first of all, uh, let's use, let's use the United States Navy. They have, uh, they have underwater sonar that will, uh, rip apart a whale's, uh, constitution, dolphin porpoise. Um, when a pod of, uh, porpoises beaches themselves, that is, uh, well, uh, well put together and, um, Yes, they are running away from the radar, 
yet they understand um, the cycle of life that they are going to reincarnate. So the, the fear of the pain by the radar is, is, is of course, is real. But how would you tell the world that this is happening? Well, that's why they beach themselves. And one component is to educate everybody because they know they're going to recycle back into another life in the, of their choice. They have their faculties. They don't have the hindrances like we do of, of going through a reincarnation recycling center. They know they're going to do something else. So the best they can do is, uh, in most cases, is to educate what is being done to them. And hopefully you, you will take notice and do something about it. And by the way, why do you need battleships on a planet that's yours? Exactly. Thank you. And that's so true of everything in nature. They are always telling us. And all we need to do is listen to the earth and the animals and the trees, and it'll teach us everything. Yeah, uh, it, it, it does... It, it does get a little old, this messaging, I suppose, but less is more here. Um, making decisions from the heart in relationship to your environment, uh, nature in this case, will give you great direction. Um, everything on this planet was, was designed to support life here. Everything you need is here, uh, especially medicinal. Um, I really encourage everybody to really, really keep hard files going forward of the ancient um, herbalists, uh, outstanding. Uh, many of the, even even the Native Americans, we, which we might not call old as old of culture, had outstanding uh, uh, transition of history and knowledge of, of the value of, of medicinal what we call byproducts plants in our, in our life. And uh, certainly that's really exciting for me as we go into this next, uh, uh, next generations here is we're, we're starting to figure this out is uh, wait a minute. I could just, I could have just grown my own food. I didn't have to, I didn't have to have it in a package. It's going to be really fun. Yes. And we never used to have supermarkets. I like the name though, supermarket. This is a supermarket. No, that's not just a grocery store. That's not just a market. This is a supermarket. Oh my gosh. Do you have a cape? I can go in there now. Yeah. Like supermarkets. They always have the pull. They name things for a reason. Yeah. No. Maybe... Maybe we'll get some more governments like those ones too. Those are good supermarkets. Yeah. <laughs> like them. Yes, yeah, so we could make fun all day. Um, gosh, I was uh, I was wondering what uh, what else you want to play with today. Um, like saying your name, Asha. Asha. Ring a rings a bell, huh? No, it does. Um, yeah, so, uh, please continue on, um, love these questions. They're, they're very advanced and thank you for the help today. My pleasure. 
Are we seeing the mermaid surface? Mermaid looks to be, hang on a second here. The mermaid, you might catch the mermaid the next show. I think, I think the mermaid looks a little busy. She's got, uh, she's got three, three people she's dealing with right now and having fun with it. So I, I think the mermaid might miss today, might miss today. Still a maybe, still a maybe. Okay. <laughs> She's very looking forward to participating. So, so anyone that has has fans, um, I know you want to tell the story one day, but um, it is a it's, it's it's quite a story that has been told about the mermaid night prior, and I am looking forward to doing. Um, a whole series on cleaning up your your Bibles, and it, it's not to be disingenuous to beliefs here, um, but I think it would be of help to to standardize what occurs in your ascension cycles for over and over and over again, and that is you get um, you get presence here, beings of of light here that don't have restrictions um, to and from source. Whereas maybe in the past, say 4,000 years ago, uh, most humans had far more capability than we do now, much lighter, much more awareness, much more knowledge. And so when we go through the ascension cycles, then the light beings like myself who come in here without restrictions from source per se, uh, the effect isn't as dramatic as it is today because you would already have a lot of knowledge. And so, of course, these the Bibles have capitalized on that and given you unbelievable stories with filtered filtered positive information in there. And so I do, I do gradually want to uh, remind everybody that um, uh, we're light beings and there, there are more and more coming in all the time now through self-exploration and self-work. So many of you have the ability to be a light being too. If we, if we just keep <clears throat> bringing in more of our light, it's, it's really not that fantastic. It's just this type of human was designed to have a governor, uh, which we're calling DNA. And so I am excited to tell the mermaid story and my story because we, we have a very vast relationship and uh, we uh, really, really, really love this planet. Hope that helps. It helps a lot. Thank you. Would you like to share that most of the children or people here are your children? <laughs> Nailed me again, didn't you? It is, uh, this plan is very special to, to all of us and, and all the planets are. We have a place to play. And so it, it may sound fantastic that everyone is a subset of source and I'm representing source. I would feel more comfortable with that statement as we fractal, fractal into expression and experience. Uh, is all you're seeing now. Um, we get to go create in, individually. 
Uh, could we say there was a firecracker lit and maybe I was the one who, who struck the match? Yeah, you could probably say that. But we did it as a collective, not as an individual. And so I would be careful with that, that we're all from the same place. We're all one now experiencing, expressing individuality. Thank you very much. Excellent. Thank you. I love that answer. And everything you've been sharing shows the picture of exactly how we ascend, because you're talking about being in peace and remembering who we are and living a life of excitement from the heart in the moment, celebrating everything. So in that, let's call it a reality, nothing exists, just like with the aquatics. Nothing exists in, the, in darkness because they're in light, and we are capable of exactly the same thing. And the more we do that, the more we leap in frequency in terms of our experience. Would you like to share more about that? Um, I, I feel you summarize that really well. Uh, I'm, I'm doing my best to find shortcuts to standardize that there's nothing around the corner until you go around the corner. Um, there's nothing behind the door until you open the door. I'm really not kidding. You are so powerful. You're creating that reality. Um, one, I had, uh, somebody from Japan. I really look forward to talking to him again. Um, he said, okay, great. I, I get this. There's no problem. Now, how is it the door was living tree that I have a door? Well, if you created your fibers as a tree, then they would exist still in, in your dimension, your frequency. So let's say uh, you die today and we use your bones for jewelry. That's still uh, a frequency that was created by source, grew a human, it perished, and you still have the substance of the perished human okay so that how does that exist if it's not a creative force well it already was created and now you're participating with that creative force well that's a lot of words for i created everything in my reality that was of creation back at me so is the grass talking to me now yeah it is is does it have as much constitution as me? No, it doesn't. It doesn't have as much capability. Obviously, it, it's it's living in a different form, but it's still a living being, and it's creating. If you like the word manifesting, it's reality concurrently with you and every every single thing else around you instantly. That's how powerful we all are. Everything, trees, air, water. Everything is in a creative force. Everything is creating constantly, never stops. Until you get the utility bill and then you get distracted. <laughs> so that's the best I can do that uh, we are our masters at developing universes and worlds just like today. Thank you for that question. Mm -hmm. 
And that was a perfect example with the re- utility bill, because a lot of this yeah. is based on our perception and our reaction to that perception. Yeah. Uh, I, I do see in the future that we're going to go ahead and we're going to go, uh, we're going to go over to the Columbia river and we're going to blow up all the dams over there. So Bonneville power, you're on the list. We're going to take it out. We're going to take out the dams. Just FYI, find another job, everyone. Yeah. We could give them the analogy of what that would be if they dammed some of our bloodstreams in our body. Yeah. It's, it's uh, quite a little trick there. Quite a little trick. And, the reason I like making fun of the utility company is at some point, didn't we pay for the cabling? I mean, how, how is it, how is it someone can own a river? Okay. So it might be the greatest travesty in the universe is to, of, of a mammal having to buy water or buy power from, from a power company that's using water. It, 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 it's probably the biggest crime in the universe. It would be one way to look at it. But at the same time, there's no judgment there. It's just what we've decided to do. It's just, we're just examining it. Why do, why do we do it that way? That's, that's all. It's still creativity. Possibly we judge it. Maybe we call it negative creativity. But anyway, more questions. I love this. Thank you. And imagine that all the dams are gone. What happens? Ah, what does happen? It's real easy to see, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's real easy that we would. What you, what would what would occur? Obviously, is initially you'd have some destruction downstream, but um, the flow of your planet would um, exponentially um, enhance your life. Um, uh, the aeonics that come from a river and the, from, uh, from your mountain systems, from your underground springs to, uh, uh, the cycle of, uh, rain, um, it is unbelievably powerful. And so people, you know, here, go, you'll see some of the countries don't have dams. If you go to Australia, they don't have any dams on, very, very few dams on their rivers. Uh, many, many off-planet vehicles go to the the opening of a river to get fuel, and they'll they'll use they'll strip electricity off those aeonics um, for just minor minor resources. Um, so that's very powerful. You could you could harness uh, aeonic energy very easily. Hope that helps. Wonderful. It. Reminds me of choking your whole life and finally taking a deep breath, breathing freely, and the life force that comes back. Everything starts to flow. Everything heals. Yeah. Um, the abundance of fauna would explode. Um, it would just it, it would just increase dramatically. The um, your weather systems would. Even though they're they're predominantly engineered right now, at least the big weather systems are engineered. Um, they would stabilize dramatically. 
Um, so your rivers, damming your rivers, uh, hinders the natural flow of you, of, uh, of uh, the aonics and or the flow of uh, your natural weather cycles. So they would no longer be able to pull over the uh, climate change agenda. But then, but then we couldn't sell the recycling story, though. <laughs> That's not going to be fun. So much would change. I don't know. I kind of like that one. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, well, if nothing else, you have to. You get a good laugh out of the Al Gore's of the world. I mean, this is this is a professional comedian. You know, these these guys are good actors, really good actors. They actually believe what they're saying. I think they actually believe what they're saying. Exactly. How dare you? Yeah. Um, I don't know how many people are left in, in the bad guy club anymore, but um, I want to give everybody great encouragement. A lot of folks, a lot of folks in town, depending on where you live, that all have uniforms on, and it's really, really an exciting time this next next few weeks and I encourage everybody. It's, uh, it's, it's our, it's our time now to, to do our work. And, um, this shows living proof. And thank you so much for helping me today. More questions. I love them. My pleasure. And the normalization of the military being in every town, that's a white hat. normalization. There's tremendous story and theater around there, but, uh, globally, um, you're ready to make some changes and it's hard to get, it's hard for you to see what we see from your media. So it, it just has to be this way to, let's say, stay on top of the tricksters. And even though it looks lethargic, it's actually very well orchestrated. Um, so as we backfill uh, our new paradigms. We need to we need to make that transition. What we want, what people want, not what some agency wants. Um, yeah, there's going to be some systems we appreciate. I would assume, um, but they need to be up to us. And I'll speak for at least the Western world in that regard. Is we've lost control of our 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 processes. They don't, they don't serve us comprehensively anymore. Um, and we've talked a great length in that. So when you see the posturing now, we want to be careful that we don't backfill with something even worse. Now, now wouldn't that be interesting if, if, uh, if I gave you all a Bitcoin card with a million dollars on it, if I can get you to take four more shots, uh, we got pretty close to that one in America. Here's a million dollars if you take your shots. Uh, that's still on the table. I, I think I could sell that to a lot of Americans right now. So that's one of the reasons you're seeing some presence. Hope that helps. Thank you. It does help. And more and more people every day seem to be very savvy about what's going on. Even the normies of norms are feeling probably exactly what the white hats wanted us to get to, which is that something's really wrong here. And that's, that is a, that is correct. Uh, forgive me for interrupting, but I, 
I, uh, I can't wait to meet James Corbett and thank him for, for, for giving us Normie of Normville and all of those Normie visions and Norm, Normsters and Normations. I just get such a kick out of that intelligence. Um, and how fun was it to be unaware though and to have awareness now? How fun, how, how miraculous it is to be um, a baboon and now all of a sudden see around you that things look a little different. There is a great appreciation, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up because it's like being in a deep, deep, dark pit with no way out. And there's no way. How do you get out? And then you're out. It's such a celebration. Yeah. Um, how are you doing for questions there? I might take a few minute break here before we get on to the next show, but um, which, where, what, what do you got there? You got anything profound? Like, <laughs> I do, but it would take more than a few minutes. So let's take a break. Um, let's see. I've got 15 minutes. So how do you feel about, why don't we do two more questions? Would that be okay? Wonderful. Okay. So would you like to share with everybody the higher frequency within this earth that creates the vision of us being still a world of light, even though we're a water world, if you were, say, standing on the sun? Ah, that one's outstanding. Yeah, so the sun planets that you're calling suns are, are um, so that, are, I'll, I'll probably mince words compared to some people's description. Forgive me. And the, your sun is 12th. Not not all suns are 12th dimensional suns, by the way. And so its whole function is to um, distribute light. Obviously Um, this is a, we would probably standardize it's cold fusion. So uh, a lot of people are aware of that now and you're chasing your son. Um, the, the reason, um, the reason you're not told what, why you weren't told what the sun does is because it would, it would destroy all of your science um, and your understanding of frequencies and, and so forth. So, you only have to destroy your education system with one of three things. Um, uh, time. If there's no such thing as time, all your mathematics uh, obviously go sideways. Uh, if, if you have the true understanding of Newton's law, Newton's law is, is incomplete. There's no such thing as gravity. Uh, the way you're explained it anyway. And the sun's not hot. So all you need is one of the three, and, and you've now destroyed um, most of your uh, mathematical education system. Most of your science has to be looked at a uh, completely 180-degree different view. And the reason I stated it that way is the frequencies of your our sun are so high that you don't sustain physicality. You, you sustain maybe shape and expression of shape and, and, and or a form, 
but you're so high frequency there. The nimbleness is unexplainable. It's just everything is possible. And you're so light. You, you would be like, you'd feel like gas maybe would be a comparison compared to what you feel like now or air as a, if, if you're participating on a 12th dimensional planet, um, I don't like the form of 12th dimension, but for the ease of conversation and compartmentalizing the information, uh, it's unlimited to what you can experience as a 12th dimensional being. I hope that helps. Thank you very much. And how is it that you're able to create a beautiful planet with a 12 frequency within a, let's say a third frequency? Yeah, so your planet looks just like the sun. If you, so that's why um, I did a, a bunch of um, secret space calls to see which to to heal and help, but also I could see which divisions they're in because if you don't know what the the Earth looks like from afar, it's very easy for me to see what programs you're you're in. Um, the Earth, for the most part, is very, very, very bright. And it shines very brightly, uh, just like your sun does. Um, but it has a tone to it due to the frequency it's, it's, it is experiencing. So every single planet will have the ability to be a sun. So and that, that, that's the general, that, that would be the, the standard way a planet evolves is to grow in frequency more and more and more and eventually be a sun. And it sounds like you already knew that answer, didn't you? <laughs> Thanks to you. So the higher frequencies within this planet, are those part of what help this planet be uh, a vehicle where we can move from the lower to the higher? Yeah, absolutely. So it works just like you and me. Uh, you're hanging out with higher frequency dudes. You're going to get... You're going to get higher frequency. So that, that is, of course, the anchor, the base, the model for most um, solar systems is, is you utilize your higher frequency uh, planets to sustain life. Yes, sure, for the, 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 the light being distributed to your planet and expressed here, but primarily that's your model for what your potential is because you're going to grow to the same rate as the sun. Um, thank you so much for that. I think, uh, I think I'd like to take a few minutes here and regather and catch you on the, on the other side. Is that okay? Yes. And before you go, I wanted to thank all the listeners and everyone for living their highest excitement doing such a good job. Thank you for being here. Beautiful, beautifulness to you. Thank you everyone for joining. Um, inspirations with Q. It is um, outstandingly fulfilling for me, and and um, very excited for the next steps here for humanity. And my great, great, great love to you all. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you.